0: What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, you busy entrepreneur. You, helping you simplify and create better videos for your business and just really create a deeper connection with your audience using videos. So if that's something up your alley, let's jump right into today's message. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. In this week's episode, I'm super pumped to dive into it because we have it coming in from a viewer's uh, audio question. Again, you can always go to um, Gladney.com forward slash podcast, um, or you can go to videosimplifiedpodcast.com. Either one of those will take you over to the podcast, however. When you're there, uh, because this podcast is hosted on anchor.fm, um, again, forward slash Diana Gladney, you can always leave an audio message and do the same thing like John did today. So today we're going to be diving into how do you know, or how to know what your audience wants. A lot of times uh, when I'm, especially like I'm doing video marketing, coaching, helping entrepreneurs with understanding how to bring their business to YouTube when i'm working with them they always assume that they do know the problem and they do understand their their customers uh, or their viewers pain point and a lot of times it's refining what those people think that their person wants because they're missing uh, a key thing and it's the person so i talked about which comes from the pastor framework p-a-s-t-o-r framework that comes out of the book Um, How to write copy that sells. Again, the copywriting is selling the words or writing the words that sell, whether it's for your website. Literally anything that you're doing um, is considered copy, not copywriting like protection of, you know, something written or whatever. But actual copywriting, again, writing the words that sell. In his pastor framework, he talks about. The P being the person, the problem and their pain point. I teach this a lot when it comes to video, uh, marketing and consulting and things like that, because it's extremely important. There is no other way to get around this when it comes to creating video content. Because if you're making videos for yourself, then nobody's really watching. Um, And if you're making videos to serve people, then you have to address a pain point or a problem or something that they want. Even if it's comedic relief uh, or things like that, those things are always important. So I want to share with you uh, the question that John had in regards to this. Uh, So let's dive into that right now. Hi, Diana. I just listened to your podcast, How to Get More Subscribers to Your YouTube Channel. Great content. I um, had a question about one of the things you talked about, and that was one um, of your mantras, don't forget about the people, the problem, and the pain point. And I don't understand what you mean by the people. Um, I understand problem, I understand pain point, but when you say consider the people, what do you mean by that? And how, what am I supposed to be considering about those people if I've handled the problem and the pain point? <laughs> anyway, I look forward to your answer to that question. Name is John. Thanks. Bye. Love, love, love this question. Thanks so much, John, for sending that question in. Um, we're definitely going to be taking a deep dive into this episode. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump right in. All right. So the person, the problem and the pain point, when it comes to identifying the person, a lot of people honestly assume they already know who the person is because when a lot of different tools, online resources, hashtag all the things tell you to describe your perfect avatar, describe your perfect client, X, Y, and Z, and so on and so forth. A lot of those tools stop short because they only tell you to describe the demographic. They do not give you the full scope of how to go and go through and use this unless they're giving you a framework or a process on how to do something. And maybe that's the first part of it, but a lot of people miss that. And that's honestly problem. Number one is that you're describing the person. It's like, well, I got it. I understand what the, who the per- person is because you're giving demographic, like the age where they live, what their family size is, what their income is, and all these other different things, what car that they drive, we're listing the demographics of this person as the avatar when that is not true. And so this being problem number one is the, the reason why a lot of people can't rightly identify who the full person is. We're more than just our age, where we live, our family size and our income size, because I'm sure you know people that you work with that have the same income, similar or same family size, work at the same job, you obviously live in the same city and you are, you would never want to be, <laughs> you would never want to be uh, listed as having anything to do with that person. Like you're like, oh no, 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 no. We're a completely different thing. We're completely different people. We go to like everything about you is so different. So is the same uh, being true when it comes to identifying the person. And so we don't want to just describe things about them. Uh, that's the problem. We want to really know how these demographic points impact this person in regards to the problem. So again, we don't we don't just want to describe things about them rather we want to know how these points of the demographic impact their problem. So a quick power tip here is that you cannot properly and fully identify someone's pain if you cannot fully identify the person. So we really want to get into the psychology of this person We want to lay out their life as if we could watch it unfold in a movie. Like the first five minutes of a movie. For example, there's this movie that I love. Um, It didn't do so well as far as like Rotten Tomatoes is concerned and whatever, but I love this movie. It's amazing. Came out uh, 2011. It's a movie called Larry Crown and it has the actor Tom Hanks, as well as Julia uh, Roberts, Roberts in the movie. Now, let me just give you the breakdown of how this movie started, uh, within about the first, uh, five to 10 minutes of it. Now it, it shows his life as an employee. He's employee of the month, super chipper, um, loves to, he, he's, he is basically taking ownership of his job. He sees uh, trash on the ground in the parking lot. He'll pick it up, walking, you know, helping with the cart. Remember somebody's birthday. Hashtag all the things, best, you know, personality, um, understands all the ins and the outs of the company, all of that. You see him month to month as employee of the month. However, you hear his name get called on the intercom and they assume like, oh man, it's the first of the month, congratulations. Um, the store's not open yet. But they like, Oh, come to the back, X, Y, and Z, whatever. So he comes back there, same top of the top of the world kind of feeling. However, it's uh, supervisors probably some general uh, or, you know, regional managers or something telling him the company's downsizing and that he um, not only is an employee of the month, but he's actually going to get fired. And they had to make some decisions and all the proper legal and grammatical jargon as to why he no longer qualifies to work for the company because he doesn't have a college degree and this, that, or whatever. And it kind of goes into that underwater gargle. I don't hear you because I'm zoning out because I cannot believe that this is happening to me. So this movie that starts off top of the world, top of, you know, just like best, best time of my life, kind of a thick kind of a deal. This 40 something, maybe 50 year old man now has to go home in his red shirt and khakis, red, red polo shirt and khakis. Um, and the drive home is less meaningful. The red shirt that he had pressed and ironed for the whole week in his khakis that he had, you know sent to the clothes dryers and all of that is less meaningful now because not only was he downsized, but he was devalued because he didn't have a college degree. Now, if we stop at this point in the story, we miss really understanding what Larry Crown's problem was because we would think, and especially if Any of these things have anything to do with something that we could help with in our business or whatever. And it's like, we would assume, oh, you meet all the criteria for my person that has a problem with X, Y, and Z, and you start delivering a problem that may not be the true issue that that person is dealing with. Now, here's the thing you would assume maybe he just needs to get a college degree goes back to work, that'll never happen to him again because he will not only be qualified, he'll be great for promotions and X, Y, and Z and stuff like that. And this is the problem with most entrepreneurs. We do not go deep enough into the person. We have only gone through a situation or circumstance, his age and all the demographic things, and we've left the prop the person as just that. Larry Crown is more than just this incident and he's more than just those demographics. This is a problem when it comes to, even with videos, this is a problem when you just think you meet these demographics, you've had this one singular experience or whatever that qualifies you to want to watch this video, let me help you. It doesn't work that way. And so I want to give you some simple questions that you can ask. And just ask yourself to better identify your person or your audience so that when you're making video content for them, when you're sending emails out to them, these things now register properly. Now I gave you the example of how the movie started with Larry Crown. Obviously there's so much more to the movie, so much more to that experience. Now, yeah, that was a significant point and a turning point, but it's not the end all be all. So when you have people that say, or give you a response and some people will, I've had clients that will say, well, I did a survey and people said this, and my response is usually, do are you aware that people lie? Even on surveys, some people will go to the point and they'll even lie about their weight on a survey or something like that so that they can make themselves feel better. You know, or so they can make their situation feel or sound better than what it is or because they themselves don't want to deal with and address the root problem and pain point that they're really, really feeling. So when you are identifying a person, you have to go beyond these demographics because you want to be able to call them out on their BS and just being able to say it's not the the problem with Larry Crown." is not the fact that you just want another job so that, and get, you know, get a degree and get another job so that that doesn't happen to you again, but because you felt devalued as a man, you felt less than you all of a sudden became insignificant in a single moment. All of a sudden your core values and the things that made you tick completely did not match up with anything that had to do with yourself. It was all related to something or somebody else or some outside or external force. Larry Crown's problem is not getting another job. So when entrepreneurs slide into this moment, for example, for this type of a person, for example, you would say, oh, I'm going to help you get in school and I'm going to help you get your degree so that this never happens to you again and get you a job that you feel fulfilled at. That is not what he wanted. He didn't want fulfillment through a job, but if you don't get into the psychology of the person, so really even be able to call out the BS, because if he, which he did say, I want to get a degree. So this never happens to me again. Even he himself at that moment couldn't call out his own BS. You don't really want another job because that's what you want. Otherwise it just would have been about Larry going to get a job. And then at the point where he successfully got a job, end of story. That's not the point. So you need to be able to call out the BS responses to an answer or to a thing to say, I hear you on that, but what I'm really hearing is X. So here's how to better identify it. So here's some questions, very simple. First thing, how are these demographics impacting their, da- their daily life? How are these demographics impacting their daily life? The reason why you want to be able to ask a question like this is because the age of that person, where they're living, those are factors about the person. Again, it's not the end all be all. Maybe the fact that they have children makes them take a certain perspective that somebody else that may be in a similar or the exact same demographic, it doesn't match for them because what they want from where the job that they are or what what they want from where they are in their life financially or whatever is a very different drive than the person that's the next sitting in the cubicle next to them. Cause again, they could be demographically the same and you assume, well, both of them qualify for my company or my videos or whatever. And the answer would be no. So you have to understand how these demographics are impacting their daily life. This is where I say the factor of time and how somebody in this in your audience or your ideal viewer, your ideal community member, your ideal customer, whomever, how they deal with time, how they're impacted by their use of time in their life is going to be critical. Some people have a whole lot of time. So the things that they can do or what they would want or X, Y, and Z are very different than the person that has little time. So the demographics could affect, let's say this character, Larry, in this movie, because he has more time than the average person. He's a 50, 40, late 4050 50 something year old man. You know, he has time. He doesn't have like, we won't say like age wise or something like that. That's not the point. I'm saying like in his day-to-day basis, he just lost his, lost his job. He has time now. So even if he only worked, Larry Crown didn't have kids. So now what does that mean? What is his evenings fulfilled with? So not only the demographics that he qualifies for, but those that are non-existent. And is that a problem for them really or not? The second thing is that dives a little deeper into what I'm already leaning into. And the second question is you need to ask in the quiet moments by themselves, what's their real frustration? Because, if, for example, let's put a twist on this movie, Larry Crown, that we're that I just gonna, might as well keep using for an example. If losing that job and going home that day meant Larry now realizes how, how unfulfilled his life is because he doesn't have a spouse and he doesn't have children and he used his job to feel fulfilled in the areas. That like he would just work more and fill his time up more with a job because that is what he wanted to do to like kind of fill in the gap where when I come home, I feel like I'm living in an empty house or I feel like I'm living in this castle where nobody's here. Everybody at work may be blinded by this because he's chipper at work. He's excited because yeah, he's around people. He has some level of fulfillment, but ultimately he's truly unhappy when he gets back home, which is why he spends so much time at work. So in the quiet moments by himself, his real frustration is feeling unfulfilled because he feels like he lives a life without love or compassion or companionship and all those different things. So... This is why I say you can need to call out the BS in somebody's answer, because you could be on a consultation call with a client, or you could be evaluating or looking at something and people say, oh, my coworkers love me. I have a great time. I work, <laughs> uh, 50, 60 hours per week and I absolutely love what I do. That could be true. But when we think, only think about the highlight reel of their life in the moment, and we don't consider in the quiet moments by themselves, what are you really contemplating and thinking? And what's the real frustration is just like, yeah, I spend so much time at work because there's really nothing at home for me. Now we're getting someplace. So we can think about and we need to question what are they mentally beating themselves up about? And so if we go to like the true issues in the movie, Larry Crown, turns out he's now mentally beating himself up about because He discovered he really had nothing else going for his life other than that job. And yes, he doesn't want to be downsized anymore. And yes, he does want a college degree so that that doesn't happen to him again. But he ultimately realized all the areas he didn't have fulfillment in. So now we can like, when you start to, and you may say, well, I'm just trying to do a family vlog. I'm just trying to do a comedy channel. That's fine. When somebody thinks about in the quiet moments of their day or the whatever, it's just like, I just want to laugh. I want to feel joy and I want to feel good. um, And I want to get... An hour of just being extremely happy and joyful, seeing somebody, even if you're a travel vlogger, it's just like, I want to be extremely happy and joyful watching somebody have amazing experiences and make a list of when time allows in my life that I can travel and go someplace, but otherwise I can live vicariously through this person, you know, or I can see a fam- family vlog. So, uh, the day I want to have a big family like that, that I can see what it looks like to operate as a family unit. Or it could be like, man, I really can't understand this camera stuff and it's getting in the way of me getting to where I really want to be in life to building my own company and doing this, that or whatever. And I feel like this camera and not knowing this stuff is being a hindrance to me. Like in the, in what are they mentally beating themselves up about, because they can't do this, this thing, or because this thing is in a, in, in their way. So in the quiet moments by themselves, what's their real frustrations now, third and final question here. When they search for a solution to this problem, what's the videos that will give them that sense of relief to that midnight frustration and confidence to move forward to the next step or that next video. So understanding the person is the cornerstone of everything else. Because if you make videos or content around assuming somebody's pain point is one thing and you're taking an assumptive process of the things that are important to them or whatever else or because you heard a couple people say a couples people's a couple people's opinions and perspectives, uh, maybe you did an email and three people said or whatever and so you figure because most of your audience is filled with this, the three three like those three people are not the end-all be-all, even if it was 10. If it's a thousand people that disagree, those those 10 don't matter. Obviously, you want to do the best that you can, but this is why I, I was saying, like, you really want to go into the psyche and the psychology of that person so that you know the things that they are dealing with. Have your hand on the pulse of your community. I was doing uh, an interview with, uh, Think Media has one of the biggest tech YouTube channels on, on YouTube, um, especially dealing with cameras and stuff like that. And so in their signature program called Video Ranking Academy, I was doing an interview and so, um, like they were asking me various questions and things like that, and that was one of the things that I brought up. Understanding and having your hand on the pulse of your community. Because they asked, Well, how did you know? And it's like and I don't know what the time frame was, but they just like the channel kind of double over X, Y, and Z time frame and X, Y, and Z, and they pulling out all the success points and the things like that. And I'm like, Yeah. But the thing that was the most important factor that led to anything else happening is that I had my hand on the pulse of my community. If I did not do that and if I did not have that, None of the videos I made would have had any level of relevancy. You would never get comments that say, it feels like you're reading my mind. How did you know I need this video? I've been looking for videos like this. I'm binge watching your content, hashtag fill in the blank of all the similar things like that. Legit comments that I get on a regular and consistent basis. And so when you produce a video around a specific topic, it's like, ah, person problem pain point being addressed because I keep my hand on the pulse of the person when something changes in their vital signs, not their demographics. And they made more money. It's just like, no, what did the, even if they made more money, that person's profession now, uh, and that demographic, you know, got a jump or something changed dramatically economically in that profession and it's like, they're making more money now. That doesn't mean that they just now can make, pay you more. It's like, what did that make available for them? What problems did that financial increase solve for them or create for them? Did they, excuse me, did they uncover they had a gambling problem? Did they uncover that they had, uh, now family issues because they're leaning more like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so dig a little deeper into the person. And what's becoming available to them or what's not available to them? Or what problems are they having? Again, those midnight frustrations, what they're mentally beating themselves up about, all of that, all of that, you dig a little bit deeper. Nothing happens without having your hand on the pulse of your person. Because if something changes in their vital signs and you don't know, and you're just going off an, an assumptive problem, you think that they have. You'll continue to make videos that they don't care about because you're not getting to the root thing of what they really, really care about. So that is how you know what your audience wants next, what what your audience wants in general. And so you can consistently make content that the problem will always change. The pain point will constantly change. It'll never be the exact same thing, it will always morph a little bit. It'll always mature some or, you know, lead into different questions. This is where, as you start to outline your customer's journey, it's a journey because they're going from one step to the other to the other. That's why even video games have waypoints where you get to waypoint one. You're going to encounter these problems, these bosses, these experiences, these challenge, your character is going to grow and level up because you need to get to waypoint number two now, <laughs> you, and you know what I'm saying? And you keep going on the journey. Same thing with your clients, your customers, and your videos, you're taking them along a progressive process. So you always want to have your hand on the pulse of your community. So that's where I'm gonna leave it for today's video simplified podcast. Um, you can definitely leave your own message the same way as you heard uh, today. So again, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate that. I'm um, always fun to get those in. Um, I got a couple more as well, so I definitely want to be, um, answering more questions. Some of these will go into video format as well as audio format. This one's audio only. Um, but if you want your question answered similar to like you heard, uh, on today's video simplified podcast. Um, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Diana Gladney, and there you can leave your audio, uh, message, and then there should be, um, a link or something like that potentially in the description uh, for this podcast as well. But with that guys live with passion. And as I always love to end the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sales that, guys, Live of Passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for checking out today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the content that you heard. And if you did, make sure you leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast player. And I do read and check all of those. So it'd be greatly appreciate it. But more than that, leave a message. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Diana Gladney and let me know your thoughts. If you want it published, we can do that. If not, I'll listen to it and just hold it close and near and dear to my heart. But otherwise guys, make sure you subscribe to Entree Women TV if you want more video tips and things like such as. But otherwise guys, I will see you on the next episode on the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care and as always, live with passion.